Charge podcast by me, Ed Sugars, live from the Swoon Studio in Chiang Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to Depth Charge podcast. Podcast episode fourteen. We got episode thirteen out of the way with. <laughs> yeah, so the fourteen speak. already. Wow, man. That's I like I like the uh, I like the storytelling. I, I it was difficult for me. You know, it was like uh, I like I said I wanted to get it was something I wanted to get better at. I want to get better at storytelling, but I like I like I love storytelling. Yeah. It's, I think it was just a start for us. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that's definitely a part one, and I think there will be uh, more to come. I think yeah. we just scratching the surface from what I from what I listened back to. Right. So if you guys haven't listened to that podcast, uh, be sure to go back and you know have a listen on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So today we are going back to um, music, a music topic. Mm, right. And right. Uh, it's quite philosophical. Sorry for that. <laughs> um, yeah, which is, and so the this aspect of it is um, music as a language, and then if music is a language, what is it a language of, or what kind of, yeah, what kind of a language is it? And I was kind of thinking, especially in terms of you know um, truth, and then I was as I was digging into it, I, I was sort of discovering that, uh, th- yeah, thinking about how truth is a word that people don't like like to use anymore. Hmm. Um, kind of in a really? way well yeah because it's too hard you know like true. If, you, if you look out there in the, in the media or whatever there's a lot of talk yeah, about facts true, no there's a lot yeah, of talk true, about facts true, facts is a little true, bit easier to get a handle true. on truth is pretty hard to get a handle on uh, for sure for, and for like for good reasons but anyway yeah you, you make sense I don't know I feel I feel like uh, for me truth is like a, a state of mind in, in a reality that you try to build upon I don't know. For me, it's a it's a path that you know I I try to be true to myself. Yeah. Therefore, equals you know having a truthful life. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. No, no, no. I've got you. Well, that's why uh, I'm obviously talking to the right person. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting, man. That you mentioned about that. I, I don't know. I, it never, it never occurs, uh, you know, to cross my mind about that much now. Before there was a lot about that uh, post um, modernism, right? right? Yeah, because and this, this this talk that we're in a post truth world, and you know, <laughs> right. um, yeah, this kind of thing. And but and even um, you know, like even philosophers have been saying forever, you can't really directly talk about the truth. But you just mm. put it. You just put mm. it really well. You know. Mm. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Truth is more like a path, an inward, an inward uh, well, being. Yeah. You know, a matter of being and this kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's more related to that stuff than it is. Yeah. For uh, me, it's an it's an introvert, uh, in introspective kind of yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But like one reason why I wanted to like talk about it was just in this. Uh, in reference like to myself and what and how I've often been um, I've always been interested for example in like in science and um, research and this kind of stuff and I've always been someone that like lo- loves to quote facts and studies at people mm-hmm. but I'm, I think I might have overbalanced in one sense and this is something like I read this is like wonderful article by this uh, I think he's a fairly like famous writer. Oh, he's had some like well like received books at least. This this um, British, well Hungarian British sociologist called Frank Furedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but anyway, he basically said that we've become 
afraid of the word truth. Um, it's not used much anymore. And I, and I, I agree with him. And he thinks that like, the reason is, or one of the reasons is, that we've become, a, it's so much more difficult than, um, say, facts and evidence and these kind of words. And he, he gave like this beautiful example that, you know, for example, consider the statement, research shows that listening to music 20 minutes a day can reduce perceived pain levels among older people suffering from chronic osteoarthritis by two-thirds. Okay, now, this is the kind of language that people mm. use to say, oh, you should meditate, you should listen to music, you should learn a musical instrument, right. because it will like, reduce pain by X factor, or it will make you this or that. Right. Now, that's, that's all very well, and I'm the kind of guy that reads this stuff, but that's, man, that's also uh, scary if that's only our only relationship with why we do things and if that's if that's why we're doing everything in life because research suggests you'll be like 10% healthier 10% smarter <laughs> get better grades in school less right, right. you know uh, either less or more attractive to women or mm. men or blah 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 mm. you know that's mm. kind of this is really sort of commercial commodifying things in some way and like I don't know I feel yeah I get, I get what you mean kind of weird about it so like consider that with something other like a phrase like this music is an expression of the perfect harmony of the whole universe and allows us to sympathize with and understand that harmony on as profound a level as, po as is possible mm. now that's that's something that um, no, no research scientific <laughs> research study controlled double blind controlled yeah, experiment right, right. is ever going to say <laughs> and yet like you know and, and yet if you spend enough time with music, playing music, thinking mm -hmm. about, you know, in music, you you might come to feel that's that's more true than the first statement, even yeah. though even though the first statement has all evidence, you know. Yeah. Well, I concur with you for sure. I mean, I totally agree, because, <laughs> I, I, but it is like music is an abstract art in 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 a way, right? In a way. No. But I mean, well, uh, yeah. It, no, it, I mean, it, it not, is it, not not just in a way. I mean, it is the most abstract of the arts. It's the right? it's the most formless. It doesn't have, you know, like th I mean, this has been talked about by philosophers of art, aestheticists, and this kind of thing. That all the men, most of the other arts have a form. In other words, although there's although there's very abstract pictorial art, most paintings or sculptures or True. whatever represent something and we can work out what they're representing it's right. either like very realistic right. or more abstract but in music that doesn't really ever happen you don't uh, you get okay you have lyrics in a song but you would have to separate that out and and ask yourself the, the, the you know the lyrics aren't really the music the mm. singing is the music mm. singing of the lyrics is the music um, mm. but the music is you know when we're talking about music we're talking about something else aren't right. we? and you can't mm. How do you, uh, you, you, nobody can say this chord, the, this sequence of chords is, um, you know, a pot of flowers, mm. uh, you know, a still life picture of a mm. flower or whatever. True. Al uh, although you do have, like, obviously you have um, symphonies where you, you kind of feel crashing of waves and this kind of stuff. It's, suggest right. it's suggested, but still, right. you know, it's more about the emotion, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm, very interesting. I don't know, for me, for me, the, the reason I, I say it is in a way, because for me, I feel it concrete. 
You, you feel what is well, concrete? Music to me is concrete in mm. in 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 some form anyway. When I when I wrote a piece of music, I feel there's that abstract uh, art that is always there because music is abstract. But there's a certain part in it that I feel is always concrete to me because I don't know because I feel like I have like uh, like there's words right that that represent. A feeling, an yep. emotion, right? And I feel like there's some certain passage, a certain chord, certain notes. To me, I feel uh, represent my 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 words. Um, okay, well, I I wouldn't, I don't know like how you're imagining it, but I, the word com concrete surprises me a little bit. But I'm, like, if I were to use the word direct, would that work for you as well? Because mm. True, but I mean, we're talking about abstract. So the the opposite word of abstract is concrete. Mm. I mean, to be direct is direct, but concrete. I guess I don't know. Um, to to define something concrete, I guess it needs a, a a second party or a third party to to help confirm. I, I don't know. Mm. Probably. Yeah. But I'm talking. I'm talking about like this is like something that me myself, you know, I like. If somebody would eat a hamburger and would think like it's not a hamburger, but it is a hamburger, you you see as a hamburger, but I don't see as a hamburger, or right. you see this as a water, but it's actually it's not. It's a vodka, you know. It's like, you know, it's it's yeah. it, now it's become a little bit abstract and a little bit philosophical in a way, right? But the truth still remains to to be as as it is, which music is hard. Right, you can't really define one certain song to be like, or certain uh, certain notes to be like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose some people can, but music is much more a matter of like direct experience in the sense that True. you know we can talk True. about that hamburger True. and imagine True. it and sort of remember True. the taste. Yeah. But for most people, like talking about a certain kind of chord, augmented chord, or a sequence True. of chords doesn't True. really conjure up much in the mind. True. But when you when you hear that. You when know. you hear that piece of music, True. that's incredibly direct, and you you True. know feel something from it. Yeah, um, I mean, back in the uh, the music, uh, they call it music appreciation class or something like that. There will be like a, a really boiled down, kind of like easy to uh, digest uh, statement that a major chord is lively, minor chord is sad, diminished is just agony, and you know dominant. Yeah, do, well, dominant leading is a, uh, a diminished, diminished chord. Well, yeah, but what about dominant? I'm just well, dominant, you. dominant chord is a major chord. Oh, okay, so that's a progression. But right. this is in general, they only have major, minor, diminished chord. Okay, that's that's like the basic, the basic chord of of it. Right. So for me, though, for me, I feel like that's that's just too shallow. I, I was just listening to this, uh, or this part of this um, Jacob Collier masterclass, mm. and he was talking about. Um, perfect versus plagal cadences. Mm, so, in other words, mm, like mm, a mm. perfect cadence, maybe going around the circle of fourths in two five ones, and then it, he was talking about like pl you you can plagal is in four four go to one, right? Yeah. Um, so he's basically saying that you can, uh, basic yeah. He, so for him, he was saying that um, going around the circle of fourths in. Uh, you know, anti-clockwise in force is it has the feeling of becoming darker continuously. And if you play that, you feel like, like yeah. I was practicing on my flute, yeah. and you constantly feel that. Whereas if you go the 
other way, but not sim- not simply in fifths, which is like super bright, but um, kind of do it mm. plagally. I don't even I, I don't hundred percent do it, but he was doing it, and it, it sounded like gospel. So yeah. you're basically well, plago is 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 definitely gospel gospel right uh, in, ending. Yeah, you know, so it's beautiful. Like Amen, Amen is playful. So it's beautiful. It's like it's rich in. It's not so. It's not just major. In like in my feeling, it felt not just major. It's it's kind of like a little bit more uh, mm. wholesome, savory. Yeah, you know, yeah, meaty. Is. Than, uh, but it's also bright. It's also going to, yeah. towards the bright, isn't it? But isn't it isn't it interesting because that's the really Western music. Playgo music, you know, is so is so. Uh, they call it uh, secular. Oh, sac- sacred, sacred, sacred music. Yeah, secular is is, is like secular. pop music uh, back okay. then. Right, right, right. Like, and uh, uh, yeah, and sacred music is always playgo. Right. No matter what kind of song it is, if it's a sacred music, it's always playgo. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah, I mean, mostly. I didn't know that. Mostly, yeah. I mean, if it's if you know, secular can be any kind of cadence, but mostly in in cathedrals or chant music is always mostly a playgo cadence. Right. You know the amen because you always end with amen. So amen is always always a playful cadence. Right. Yeah. I, like one song that popped into my head after listening to Jacob Collier talk about this was um, uh, with a little help from my friends. Mm. So a Beatles song, but I was particularly like thinking running through my head was like Joe Clock, Joe Cocker's version, mm. which yeah. has that like really gospely kind of feel to yeah, it somehow. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. actually what the chords of that song are. I don't remember but, either. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm a big fan of it, man. Because I I don't know I'm I'm a Christian, so I I grew up with with that kind of music. You know, so I study a lot of uh, of music history, and I was really interested in in you know the cadence. You know, there's like that perfect cadence, and there's that there's actually four kind of cadence, but I I didn't prepare for that. You you kind of you kind of threw a curveball at me. I I like it. You know, I don't I don't, I don't, I don't hear understand. people. Well, I don't understand what I'm talking about. I, I don't. But I don't hear people there. talking about cadence anymore. You know, it's like, whoa, that's interesting. You know, like, yeah, because people don't really have an end to anything anymore. Mm. There's no end to. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think people like ending that much anymore. We always thinking of like extending things, but we never have a, a true cadence. The, that's the perfect cadence that you mentioned. Is they they call it true cadence. Well, I don't know, but in in jazz though, you're often like trying to um, progress to reach right. a note or right. reach a chord vi- on some route. So you're taking a journey to that. You know, you kind of you, uh, right whether you're improvis- yeah w- when you're improvising or, um, or mm. in songwriting as well, right? You, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, for, for for me, for me, some people won't. Some try to just disrupt it. You know, it's it's a, mm. another form of like of art. You know, like there's no end right. you sometimes you don't really end in a cadence sure. so it's like a fake cadence so you actually just end in a fourth or end in a fifth but you don't end it you you end a song but you don't you don't have a true cadence uh right yeah i mean yeah there's definitely like music i can think of which has which basically doesn't really offer much resolution it's basically you you kind of create that constant feeling of tension right. and you make you can make the song interesting like in all other ways you know right. rhythmically or whatever right. um it's depend on the impact this this thing is pretty interesting because um, we're talking about music and language in in that sense you know i mean it's like a movie you know when you go to a movie and you you see some movies and they they leave you hanging 
Mm. You know, it's not really an ending, right? Like Inception trilogies and things. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was like, for in this case, well, trilogies sometimes they end the the, the, the trilogy is like something, but they always like add add a little crimson to it. Right. But like Inception is like you see it and and you don't know what to make of it, right? You you go back and you think like, well, what's the answer to that? You know, that last scene. You know, and some uh, sometimes you try to do that with music too. It's like you don't really give people the true cadence. You just right. uh, just like uh, make people want to go back and listen to it more. You know, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if I 100 agree with you in Inception because they do like create this incredible tension. True, and they do like at least partly resolve it. They True. go through levels of resolution. No, yeah, of it, yeah, they resolve it. Yeah. But, but, it, <laughs> but they didn't really end it, right? Uh, I got, yeah, I got you. But it's, yeah, it's not 100% clear. <laughs> right. But then how could it possibly be? <laughs> true, true, true. It, true. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you, you, you do miss that, like, a proper, like, when you hear, like, a, a song that you, you, you wanted a good ending, you know, you do feel like, oh, man, that's, that's good. That's that's a good song. Sometimes people will you know make the song bad because the the ending sucks. All right. Yeah. One of my professor taught me like, you know, the beginning and the ending are the, the most important part of the music. I kind of agree. I mean, because you 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 start the topic and if it's not interesting, I mean, you're you're this jockey now. If you don't start the song properly, they're just gonna throw that shit out. Right, you got you mm. gotta have that that uh, you know um, I don't know a hook that 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 opener that's just like hey why should I be listening to this song you know or why should you know you be listening to to my conversation right in that sense um, so in ter like in terms of um, say pursuing truth then like do you th do you th consider that uh, music could be a way or path for pursuing Understanding, like uh, understanding and truth of life well, of yourself. Of, um, definitely, you're talking yeah. to a person that's trying to live that way uh, through music. I'm, I'm, I'm searching, you know, for, yeah, in a sense, an, an enlightenment through to music. I think. I mean, I'm, I'm using a, a Buddhist term, but I feel like, you know, all these terms are uh, conducted by humans, you know, but at the end of the day, it's my journey, you know, and I feel like this is, this is kind of thing that uh, you as a person need to understand how you're going to live your life with, with something that you can, can guide you through this, you know, this, uh, this, this life Right. Actually, you reminded me, like, I didn't 100% finish my thought because it's still not, not 100% clear in my mind as well. So, you know, I was talking about the difference between facts and, you know, evidence, research-based ideas and what music, can, or music and art can offer. And, like, one thought that popped into my head lately is, we, yeah, we are being overwhelmed by, you know, big data is this, like, mm. it's catchword of the day, right? It's, right. The, it's the word of the century so far. Um, data is becoming more valuable than gold and oil and all of this, all of this shit. Um, mm. but, but so in terms of us, I've started to think maybe even, even, though, even though it's incredibly powerful and, you know, and data and uh, like deep learning are making, have got, gotten computers or neural networks to the point where they can beat us in chess and 
Go mm. and all sorts of things, and soon be driving cars and analyzing images and un- analyzing sort of medical scans better right. than we can, humans can, and um, there's all sorts of projects mm. that um, will be offloaded to to computers and neural nets, and this is all data data driven. But then I'm thinking, and we, so we we're becoming obsessed by this stuff. But I'm wondering if this data is really for us. You know, mm. it's not. We I'm wondering if our brains are if it's a good thing or even possible for our brains to to get along with all this data or mm. whether or whether we'll actually separate off from that in the sense that okay mm. we're going to leave this data which is not possible for human brains to process right. to the machines and we get on with um the more you know philosophical sort of um metaphysical questions about mm. life understanding mm. Be- because uh, and a lot of people in fact even a lot of like scientists don't realize this but i, I um like i'm a fan of uh, roger penrose he's british mathematician mm. and scientist and he said he was really impressed when he was young by uh one lecture given by Paul Dirac Paul Dirac was mm. this other guy in the development of um you know quantum f- very important in the development of quantum physics and stuff like this but basically he get, he was a mathematician and he had given this lecture on how you can prove mathematically that not everything is computable right i'm ca- i know i'm getting like off the beat no, no, it like seems that seems i'm going far here but the, this is really important because there's um this mathematical proof um, I think it's Dirac's, Dirac's proof that not everything is computable. What that means is that you you, li- you can literally prove that um, some there are some things that we can understand to be true, see to be true, that aren't you can't feed in a computer, you can't feed into an algorithm mm. and have it produce uh, the result. Uh, basically, uh, what I'm trying to get at is now we're living in a time where data is feeding into computers very powerful stuff understanding is happening it's making all sorts of advances but i don't think like at this point i'm pretty confident that that's not the whole story of what's going on in a human brain mind and so that's why something else the you know something else interests me the 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 fact you know that we feel when when we hear music or we like appreciate art or you know uh, all sorts of human emotions or mm. relationships between the natural world people and ourselves that it's not just a matter of com- computation mm. and therefore like the yeah this path that you're talking about taking a musical path or another path towards self-fulfillment self-transcendence mm. and pursuing truth is um, it's not just fanciful stuff, mm. you know. It might be necessary. We, you know, we might not be able to fill so. ourselves through big fucking data and <laughs> computation, and the, you know, people yeah. seem. You know, people are really get putting out a lot of faith and hope and trust in this stuff. But mm, at the same really? time, yeah, I would say so. And it is powerful. It is powerful. It can be used. I mean, mm. I'm not. I'm not against it at all. I think it is powerful and can be used. But at the same time, mm. it, I really think that we also need. Um, you know philosophical understanding we also need musical understanding emotional we also need the kind of understanding that um, computers can't do true man I mean Uh, how can I mean human needs support emotionally right not just physically man I mean I mean 
sometimes computer can, you know, or AI or robots can in the future can help us uh, with the physical sense of like you know taking care of us and all these things. But what about you know these emotional uh, support? Right, but there's a lot of people in the world of science and data and AI who really believe that that all can be hacked by you know. By computers, I mean there, there, you know, there are brain-computer interfaces being developed now. They, there are people that be believe that Ray Kurzweil, he works for Google, Google now. He, you know, he, he believes that you can upload yourself into a computer. Mm. That will be possible. Mm. People mm. believe this. Mm. So that that's a fundamental. Uh, that that's a really fundamental difference. I'm suggesting, and mm. uh, and not it's not from my own knowledge, obviously, but it's from the knowledge of some pretty fucking amazing people, and, and they're from the scientific side. They're suggesting that that just won't be possible, and that mm. isn't the whole story of mm. the truth and understanding and of uh, you know mind, etc. I'm curious why people want to upload themselves into a computer. Well, to to live forever, and also to be like more capable, smarter, and more capable, and you know not have to suffer the. Injuries and insults of mortality and you sickness. You mean we're going to be living in a cyber uh, space? I, I suppose, like right now, this is still on the fringe. Although there's, uh, the, although, you know, it's all just where things are heading. Uh, just more and more stuff. Even now, we're in this COVID crisis, and even now, everything is about data collection to feed into models, to feed into algorithms, to feed into you know artificial intelligence systems because mm. we 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 think that we can't understand it and to some extent we really can't. It's fucking complex and it's too much data, and and we're looking for um, you know we're constantly looking uh, t towards uh, technology, especially things like a AI, um, to to make the world better for us, which well. is all fine. There's a role for that. But I, I also think that we need to consider the the things that AI can't do. Right, man. I mean, the key to understanding life. How maybe it can, you know, they can help us understand it a little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure. But sure. I don't. I I still don't see the needs to to upload myself <laughs> <Yes>. into a <laughs> com computer. <laughs> Man, try having me in, you know, having me as a computer you, is so useless. Hey, man, you have a faith, you have a faith and a spiritual attitude towards life that, that means that you don't think that this is the be all and end all, this physical existence. Right. And I'm, I'm with you, you know, I mean, I'm normally a Christian by birth, but I, you know, I'm not a practicing, I'm not like a, I wouldn't, I can't say I'm a Christian in the way that you are, but I'm still like, I have a spiritual outlook yeah. and I, I'm with you. I don't. I, I don't think this physical existence is a be-all and end-all. But mm. increasingly mm. in the world, mm. most like most people, let's just face it, in the modern world do. And so for them, um, maybe it makes sense to upload yourself into a computer. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. sure. I mean, but how can... I don't know how one can feel. Uh, how can you... I don't know. If you upload yourself into a computer... Can you be able to feel? Well, you know. Anyway, it's, yes, that's. I mean, that's just something that I, I, I don't want to know. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, know, I, I, to be honest, it's based on too many assumptions and, and yeah. like a total lack right. of understanding, in, in my opinion. But anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see how uh, that works out, or, or we won't. Yeah. Um, I'll be curious. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so my, like, thinking more about like the language of music, you know. Uh, there are there are these sort of like sayings from the past that you know poets have used uh, you know that it's the language of the soul or the food of the soul mm -hmm. or the language of the heart, and this is um, a different kind of 
um, l- language. But do you like? What does that mean? Does that have meaning for you? What What does that mean for you? If these old sort of poetic sayings, does、mm. that resonate with how you feel about music? Or、hmm. it should. I mean, I. You mean the the, well, the way people describe music,、um, poet. You mean like what the language itself? The well,、um, hmm. No, I more. I guess I mean more.、Um, if if on the one like if in this extreme sort of version of uh, if um, the future that I've just sort of laid laid out this big data vision right, right. where everything's information and data to. What, and that's one side of things, which I think is like a really, which is one literally one side for me. Although some people really do think that that's everything, really、mm. do think that that's everything.、Mm. Ultimately, they think it's just all computation, and once you put it all together,、right. it results in us somehow.、Right. I I personally don't believe that. So,、right. th- therefore, I'm like asking you, if、um, if music is outside of that,、right. how is it outside of that? Do you、mm. have like a sense of it?、Mm. Well. <laughs> I do have a sense of it. I just I don't know how to compare to that data, <laughs> you know, data risk kind of thing because I'm not really into it. You know, yeah, you yeah. know, even I I I use like Facebook and all these things. I and you know they have like an insight function kind of thing. I never really click on it. Right. I mean, and now they just like they know like you don't really click on it. They just like try to you know spoon fed you to see like, look, people are clicking. You know, there's been a growth or there's been decrease and increase and decrease in people coming in and people liking, people unliking, and all those things. I mean, it helps, but I mean, it doesn't matter to me because for me, music like from what I experience is you know when I play live music. That's why I miss it so much right now. And I was in a meeting、uh, the other day, and I talk about how I miss playing live to people—not just playing at home, but playing with the people in the band.、Mm-hmm. You know, seeing seeing a person just sitting there, you know,、uh, listening to music. You know, is 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 something that how can a you know how can you just why do you need to Take that into a data,、uh, you know,、uh, static. It's just like it's that moment of now. Some people may take that data now, but if I were to go out, you know, on the street and get a hit by a car, what, you know, what good would that come with that data to me? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I, it's just like in that moment, it's so precious that at that time the music is played and the art is creating that time, and that time is perfect in itself before horror or somebody come and stab you in the neck. You know, it's just、mm. like that perfect moment, and it can change any happen. But music grabs that moment, that instant, and that's what's so special about it. You know, right. So abstract, but so concrete at the same time. I, 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 I can't really describe in words. You know, that's why I'm having difficult trying to. I, th- uh, I think I've like just come at it from a really com- complicated, and conf- confusing, confusing to me too angle. Really, like to me, actually, it's not really complicated. It's just like it just doesn't. It's irrelevant. Irrelevant to yeah, me. You, yeah. It's it's probably relevant to to the people who are working in this in this、uh, you know new normal、uh, COVID post COVID kind of world that we're going to be living in. But still, man, I mean, I don't want to be in the matrix. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. 
Um, yeah, well, I suppose one thing that I was sort of suggesting there in a roundabout way was that um, the Matrix is not even possible. I, like, because now, you know, the idea of the Matrix is um, the simulated universe idea. Yeah. And if this idea of, like, the, if, if it's true that some something that's going on in our brains, our minds, is not computable, then maybe that matrix is not even possible in the first place. Anyway, let's let's just leave that aside, because it. But if you look at it from the point of view of language, and on the one side you've got like, you know, the kind of language that computers have, zeros and ones, very definite. It's it's either this or that. It's logical. It's data. And in the middle, maybe say we have like our human language, hmm. Thai or English or whatever. That's um, you know somewhat concrete, hmm. but debatable. Doesn't really. Uh, we have a hard time conveying even facts with it, let hmm. alone truth. Hmm. Although, although it does a better job of facts, hmm. doesn't do such a good job of truth, right? Right. And then on the extreme, for me, possibly is music. We did another language which we can't really give facts in musical language, hmm. but you can give. You can give emotion. You can right. give. You can right. perhaps. Right. You know. You can give. I don't know. Love. You can express something yeah. about the universe that's yeah. beautiful yeah. and true, yeah. even though you can't say it's a fact. And you can't. And that. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Does it need to be a fact? Though? No. 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 I'm definitely not. I'm. I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm more interested in the true kind of uh, the. Because expression. you know, fact can be facts, but true, the feeling. Of knowing what is true, it's so very interesting to me, and it's mysterious, you know, kind of like adventure that you you should seek, in a way. And it's like you you grow, you pave a road, or you grow a tree and you wait for it to you know blossom, and. That in itself might become true, right? I mean, you. I think it's a metaphor for me, but because I feel like music for me is true. It it kind of kind of makes me 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 feel like that that that. I know I'm sounding kind of like more spiritual or like supernatural kind of kind of guy, but it's 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 and it's, it's not that. It's just like I feel like when I listen to music, it's something that I need for mm. for my my uh, my being. You know, it's like you you eat food, and that's that's a fact that you need food. Right. And for me, having a music is a fact for me to survive. And yep. in, in in the journey to to search what is true, then what if you have searched already and know what is true, and what is after that? Right. You 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 always find something. Like for me, I don't know. I find like okay, what I'm experiencing now is is some form of truth, and then that is done. And then you find another journey in your life. Then you see like okay, is this true? You you question and then you find the answer, that is true, but some people doesn't really care about what's true or or not anymore. It's just like it's facts, but is th is that fact needs to be you know uh, consumed? I don't know. Uh, I know you've been writing songs lately, and I had a couple of experiences. You know, 
like from being sort of confined in the room most of the time and then going out for a walk yeah. and, and back mm-hmm. into nature and it sort of it made me think about something but I'm going to ask you it when you're um, well, how, how do you see uh, putting out creating a song you know writing a song making this music do you see it as communication from you to the world or do you see it as more as more of communication with the like hmm. um, you know what I mean yeah uh, in the sense that I noticed that confined in a room, it's, it's a lot harder to be creative than mm-hmm. when you go out in nature and True. all of a sudden your brain True. starts sort of like receiving, right? True. Receiving impressions and ideas and, and it kind of comes through you and out in another form, which might True. be musical ideas. True. So it's But for me, it's both. It's depending right. on, on what, you know, what this song might have a purpose to like being communicated to, you know, like it has a, like a goal, like you, you made the song to uh, to say something like a statement right but some song are just like for for healing myself mm-hmm. just like you know you you sometimes you want that comfort food and you 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 make that comfort food <laughs> and sometimes you just want to make this like this this just to show off you know it's like hey look at you know to the world like yeah i made a you know beef wellington and but i actually i really like a, a humble <laughs> omelet you know something like that i love you that know? it's like that's yeah. the ratatouille idea isn't yeah, it? Like it's, uh, <laughs> it is you know it's just like you know you have yep. that side you have this side too and but it's it's i don't know it's, it's i think it's important to have both yeah okay so uh, ask yourself what do you want to hear LJ's, <laughs> LJ's omelette or LJ's next time you're listening to LJ's song you're going you're gonna to be asking yourself now hang on a sec is that the omelette yeah, or is that the Wellington yeah. <laughs> well you can have it both that's, that's, the, that's the beautiful thing about it and okay look, but let me, so then where those two different kind of uh, food, musical foods, are they coming from different places? When yeah, definitely, writing? definitely. So, well, can you describe like how you feel about whether where those two different kinds of songs are coming from, yeah. or how they're created? Well, first of all, it's from me, right? But yeah, I, but the the you know the the con what what is it called connect the the brain, you know that part of the uh, the part of the brain. Um, it's it's really fascinating when 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 I look into my process, you know, when because I always do this after I uh, I wrote a songs, I I will try to you know kind of like review back like what did, I did. How did it happen? Yeah, oh, but yeah. because sometimes you always like start in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. and then you just like as you as you revise it and you you kind of like go through it again, just like uh, fine tuning it, then you understand like oh okay. Oh, that's where it's coming from, and it's like okay. Then where do you want it to go? How do you want to serve this omelet, or how do you you know want to make this beef uh, Wellington, uh, you know, good? Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> a, that's that's the other thing. But um, I find it fascinating. Usually, I like making omelet more than beef Wellington because beef, beef Wellington is a hard process. Uh, right. It's not like an everyday food, right? Yeah. But omelet is like an everyday food. People can, you know, you can always have it. You know, I love this example because uh, it's perfect—a perfect match for the difference between like us musically, like uh, musically, and in food. I can make an omelet, maybe, yeah. but I can't do the other. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> in, in food, that's about the extent of my abilities, and perhaps in music as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, it, it it has its own its own you know difficulties. I mean, omelet is not it, to make a really what they so call like a perfect omelet is is 
Oh, there's details it's hard. in it, right? Yeah, yeah there's it's hard. subtleties in it. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, but an omelet is an omelet, you know. At the end of the day, you you can cook it, you can eat it. Mm-hmm. A beef Wellington, if you mess it up, it's just like, oh shit, you you lost like thousands of baht. Easy, <laughs> easy, you know. Like, and you don't want to lose that that money, you know. Like a tenderloin and shit. It's yeah, you don't want to go into detail on that, but. Yeah, I find it fascinating on, on how I, I, I can hear that through people music too. You know, like like great artists that that I always listen to. You know, like it's like a good restaurant that you go to, and you feel like, man, this guy, like you're curious, like what you want to to uh, hear. You want to eat from this place, you know, and uh, that's why I listen to like. Um, Great artists and and new artists are trying to to find ways to to do that too. You know that they trying to make something that is also digestible, but also being true to themselves. Well, at least the artists that I'm 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 listening to, not like some other artists that are you know in a so-called franchise like Easy Mass World that you you know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. You know, um, can you remember like in your sort of evolution as a musician? Can you remember moments of insight where you have there been like moments of insight where you realized something for the first time and, and mm. it changed how you thought about music or what you could yeah, do with music? Yeah, do, that's that's really what I'm I'm still looking forward to all the time. You know, it doesn't happen often. Can but you give me Can you give me an example of like something some, like like a revelation, right? Yeah, like, yeah kind of that sense. It's usually come at a pivotal, a pivotal point in your life, actually. Like you, that, like, from what I remember the most would be that time when I played at Northgate, and we were jamming, and I had, you know, and kind of like outer, an outside, out of body experience, yeah, out of body experience, and that was a revelation, and. And a statement, some uh, you know, some. Uh, this is at a, another time in my life. A uh, statement coming from somebody that listened to the music, which I don't usually pay attention to much. But like a, yeah. you know, like a comment or something like that. That like um, you know, your music changed my life and those kind of things. You know, and you you. The thing is, like these kind of things, like makes you you look forward. To like, especially that our, you know, our body experience. You can't, how can you describe that into data? I've, I've got you, but I'm still going to try and push you a little bit. So, okay, you had this experience that was profound, but but afterwards, was there some way in which you understood music differently that you can talk about? Or well, is it there's really one, hard to talk but what with the out of body experience, that's like the thing that make me want to go back to. Okay, I, it's I, I, like having a good fuck and uh, <laughs> right. I had a good food, and you want to go back and eat it again, but it's, you just can't. So, so that was more. That was more like you didn't realize music could be that powerful. Right. The experience right. Right. could be that right. powerful, and right. therefore, wow, right. this is the best thing. I have right. to do right. more of this, pursue right. this more. Okay, right. so that's like. Well, that's that's in itself like something. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, how about in the sense of. Understanding something yeah, about musical yeah, I was, I was, music yeah, philosophically yeah. or theoretically that that you kind of discovered yeah. and changed how you thought about it. Uh, I had this conversation with uh, with a colleague of mine a long time ago about 
about understanding things it, that it takes only one one second or one flick of a finger then suddenly you just understand mm-hmm. but the accumulation and the all those things that you know that gathers itself into that knowledge that journey it's it sometimes makes you it, it what makes that that conclusion happen that knowledge happens because you study about it mm-hmm. but then you don't really understand it until you like accumulate experience and accumulate uh, you know the studies and the time that you invested in right. and to become that that one single drop it's like chemistry you know when you you mix all these things uh, individually then it becomes into a one single drop of uh, something uh, that is extraordinary in your life and well I'll give you an easy example when I was in my freshman year I really want to learn about everything about music as much as I can and I I was struggling because I feel like I want to understand it now mm. you know I want to create something now I don't want to I don't want to you know I don't want to just go through this all this like uh, uh, theory and you know oral skills and all this like dictation and you know studying all these things to like And I, I envy some people that had like perfect pitch at that time, because they can hear every notes, right? They know right. what perfect is. Like you hear this note, and you can name what what uh, what yeah. it is. Yeah. So, and I wanted to understand. I wanted I I want to be able to see it. But then my friend told me like, you know, maybe you you should be careful what you wish for, mm. because some people can't really enjoy music. Like they like normal people, people with perfect pitch sometimes struggle to to appreciate like uh, now the tune songs, right? Or like some people would go to a, a an you know orchestra concert and they can hear one violin is out of tune, yeah, and it's just driving crazy. Yeah, know? I mean that that is something kind of unique in the sense that okay for most people a particular frequency doesn't have a name like that frequency isn't an a or a c or whatever for yeah, most people we just, right. we just don't hear it like that way but it's kind of once it yeah i see how you mean because once it's happened that that is how you hear yeah that's weird because that's not even the same case for color because yeah. what you call orange and i call orange yeah. is not going to be the same frequency right, right, so right. it could be any, any number of variation True. blue or green yeah, these these dividing lines so that's re- that could become uh, I, i don't know although obviously there are like enough great musicians that have perfect pitch mm. that, uh, you know and then there's the whole there's the whole indian classical music thing with yeah. the sh- shrutis you know all the yeah. div- all the yeah. divisions of the yeah. pitches as well so yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I went the other direction. I I didn't try to become a perfect pitch after that, mm-hmm. and but I did try to understand like the music that I was studying. You know, I wanted to play jazz. I wanted to understand like the 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 idioms of it, and then I come to learn like you know you study all that, and you need to find your voice. What I'm trying to get is like. There's a lot of question that I ask when I study. I'm still asking question now, mm. but it understanding the experience of like struggling to to know something, then eventually understanding it, 
it's rewarding, man. I mean, it's really rewarding, especially like right now. I'm I'm a producer and a sound engineer in a, in a sense. There were so many things I I wanted to to understand when I was younger, and it just like wrecked my brain. You don't know the like the agony of like trying to find you know some some answer, but but you don't understand the things that be going around. You know all these like books and all these things trying to say like what what ratio of this compression due to this kind of signal. Right. Or what the attack or the release or the, the decay of the reverb and the, the delays and you know and the the length of the uh, the microphone and all these things, or you know the forms and everything. There's a lot of information, man. But at one point, you you get through it and you understand because yeah. you do it. Right. Well, I, maybe that's partly like what I'm trying to get at with this whole. I'm sorry to fucking drag this up again, but the whole computability thing, because I remember when I was like just start, starting to try and learn and, yeah. and like learning, you know, swing feel in, in jazz or something. I remember, you know, asking people, reading about it, trying to kind of understand what that was. And you can kind of try to understand it mathematically. Yeah. And it may compute, you know, in, in the apps and sof software that we have, we can like adjust swing feel, yeah. can't, right? It's adjustable and you can like set an amount of it. Yeah, it can be true. heavy or, or not so heavy, but that doesn't really help you understand. You, you don't no. understand it until you mm -hmm. feel it, right? right? You right. have to, f and, that, and that effort of feeling it, I would, I would like claim is um, a non-computable kind of right. understanding. You right. know, it's, it's something that... You know, this, this might sound a bit grim, but I feel sorry for the young, younger, you know, generation and, and the musician that are coming in now, because I was at the 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 age where you you have tapes and you have like analog recording. Now they try to go back, but everything is digital. We are listening mostly everything digital. Right now, okay, now the vinyls are back and all these things, but it's still digital. Everything is digital. It's in you know binary codes, and it goes into a, a machine that prints it out. Mm. So, but still, the recording process still still has that 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 thing that the computer can't do. Even though every everything they they claim that they can do, but this is what you know. This is why. Neil Young like listening to vinyl and he likes recording like from you know straight from the uh, reel to reel that's yeah. what they call it like you know the tape and right. straight right to the vinyls you know and because recording in the room in the present with the microphone and everything it captures not just the sound you have right. to understand like our ear only have like uh, the potential to to listen to a, uh, a a certain amount of frequency right right 20k and uh, you know and 20 hertz not even 20 hertz like four, like 30 30 40 right. or something like that as we go get older the you know it uh, the, it narrows down but the dogs or everything they hear things that we don't hear mm. the microphone also captures something that we don't hear and that's what is so cool about it you know you feel it Right. You don't hear the like like when you go to live concert. You know, that's why people still go to live concert. And this is just my take, but there's some there's some some, you know, article that you can go read about. Is that you go to concert, you experience the vibration and you and you experience something that you don't hear but it vibrates and you you know, it struck a chord to you. You know, that's what that's why right. live music uh, is still is still going, you know. Yeah. Right. That's um 
and I know you could claim that's slightly mysterious. You you could claim it's not mysterious. You could say, well, you know, you're at a live concert, you're next to big speakers. There's even if you, your ears don't mm. pick up every frequency, they're kind of moving through your yeah, body and this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. It's you know we we don't have to analyze all of it. Maybe no. it's but it but it is something. But it's something like for people at home, like you know, uh, people you know that tend to come and listen to our podcast. I I think sometimes you know I I'm assuming you guys want something some answers sometimes too. But but these what 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 I can suggest for for an upcoming musician to to you know to have an answer is like you gotta really have a goal to where you want to search and you know where you want to what you want to communicate. You know what you want to get it out from yourself because I think musically, it's musically. My music journey is an introspective kind of thing that you know I'm just I'm just fortunate to be able to share it and people you know appreciating it or not it's not really my goal but I'm just grateful for you know getting it out because I need to be healed. I need to right. be supported, and I feel like if I can do that, if I listen to my music, you know, without prejudice or bias, I, I feel like okay, that helped me. I'll, 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 you know, I'll get it out. But nowadays, it's just like it's so easy. I'll just make a beat and you know do right. some something and just get it out. <laughs> um, well, here's an interesting thought about the you know music connection between music and language. Um, I keep quoting him because he's just one of my favorites. But uh, you know the Indian musician yeah. and Sufi Inayat Khan. He said that language may be called the simplification of music, and that's that's in, so he's basically saying that um, it, instead of thinking of music as a language, he's really kind of saying it's above and beyond, and that lan language itself, any la is is the simplification. Right. And if you think about that, that's like saying. Um, you know, if if you and me try and communicate ideas in words, wh whether it's about facts and objects and things, colors or whatever, mm. you know, we may get the information across, we may not. But I, I, when you've said it, I have to recreate the idea in my brain. Mm. If you talk about an emotion, and mm. I'm a sympathetic person, you say I'm sad yeah. and I have empathy, mm. I may kind of s have some resonance of sadness in my mind as well, right? Right. But music is. Is much more direct than that because right. if you feel right. sad and play a sad yeah. chord or melody, yeah. that's yeah. like there's no intermediary. I don't yeah. have to recreate it. <laughs> right. It is itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? That vibration is it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's so it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so, so it's so direct. Well, let me give you an example. Uh, uh, I remember playing Taipei's uh, once, and it was so uh, I think it was in um, in December, past December. Uh, 2019 and yeah I was I was getting you know I was getting heartbroken and I played at uh, Tapais and my friend came and, and, and saw and it was on a Friday and was packed it was packed right but then as I start playing you know like some people in the front row couldn't take the um, the emotional state I was in and they And my friend, I didn't, I didn't care about it that time. The reason I can say it now because I, I had, I had friends that were there, and they, they told me like, man, like the first three songs of the set was so, so dark mm. that it was. <laughs> I think I remember. Yeah, it was so dark, <laughs> and it's just like because before I started playing, people were just so lively, and as I and I started playing like 
three songs and people were just like some people just couldn't take it anymore and just like you know left the room you know it's not that they don't like it it's just like you know they they just couldn't take the emotional states it was a friday night people want to you know have fun and all these things but <laughs> just to go with what you have just said it is true you know it's true for me anyway um yeah that's another question that's in my mind that um that it, why are people using music i mean i think it's all just like it let's just me answer this for myself i mean that it's all justifiable to some degree but um you know it, music for some people is much more entertainment and we've been talking about like some of the deeper aspects deeper aspects of it but d like f for you is it all okay music is just entertainment just to move <laughs> it, uh, or is there is there a is there such a thing as abusive music let's just say mm -hmm. well <laughs> i think you can turn every good thing into a bad thing mm -hmm. and you can turn bad things into good things i know i'm not sure about that but definitely you can turn good things into bad things for sure I don't know if you can turn like you know a shit into <laughs> into a good food. Well, you can. I mean, if you go fruit, uh, like uh, okay. <laughs> well, let, let me give you some examples. Uh, well, so, so, yeah. I want, so, in um, for example, Muay Thai, right? You yeah. have music is a part of the the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, it's artful. It's so artfully done. I wouldn't call that abusive music. But no. how about how about like a boxer walking into the ring and he has has this menacing music yeah. that goes along with his character. Like it, well, it's is the there, context, is there, right? Yeah, right. It's exactly. depending on the context. And it's you like, have like, yeah, martial music, music yeah, from marching yeah. up to war and whatever. I, and mm -hmm. well, you know, it's like pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pineapple. You can eat it, or you can, you know, you can peel it and eat it, or you can just like stick it up somebody's ass, and it's just <laughs> pineapple pen. Yeah, yeah, pineapple <laughs> pen and anus. <laughs> you know, you see, it depends on how people use it. Mm. It's like a good thing can become bad things. You know, I remember like that movie Little Nicky, where like his, uh, you know, the Satan will have like a a, a daily like stuffing uh, pineapple up uh, his Hitler's ass. You know, <laughs> it's just so funny. But that's that's the thing. It's like it depends on what how you use it, because music is language in a way that is like you can be abusive to it and that's why some people express it in 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 some form of uh, type of music mm -hmm. you know sometimes music is just like like death metal it's like you know it's you, the content of that is is speaks for itself you know but some people feel like that's a nirvana to them isn't you know it's like a uh, right. re, re, a, a releasing to them you know Mm. Or some very obscure, uh, you know, hentai uh, manga. That I, like, <laughs> I do find that very confusing because uh, I had a good friend. He was one of the most gentle people I ever met. So <laughs> quiet, so gentle, so humble. And he was just, he just listened to death metal. Yeah. I couldn't understand it, but. You know, yeah, it happened. It, it, you know, to each their own. That's why there are so. I think. I think in a way, it makes the world a, a more harmonious place. Why should we be judgmental to people that listen to that kind of music because we we just don't like it? It's, mm. it's, the, it's the same with like I like pad thai, but you don't like it. But why are you judging me that is, that pad thai is bad for me? Right. It's just. Uh, well, no, but hang on a sec. So, but that's the argument that people make, including like yeah. some great musicians. Well, hang on a sec. No, uh, what I mean is, 
that maybe you can because you could say someone can say if they know a lot about food this food really is bad for you it's like yeah, polluted and toxic and it's not just like i don't like it it's i i may even like it but i'm saying i might like it but it's, but it's actually bad for you you yeah, shouldn't eat but, it but you know i i understand what you're saying and i used to be that kind of person you know but i feel like each of us has our own journey of of, of mm. living life the thing is is that guy eating or you know eating a hamburger eating a steak or eating a fucking lentil you know is he committing crimes to towards other human being is he becoming more selfish because the reason is he's eating a certain food or he's listening to a certain music or you know uh receiving some certain art because there's a lot of people that listen to like some fucking you know poppy shit and very bright stuff and become a totally lunatic guy yeah yeah I, you I know? You. well no right exactly but you that's you could easily say that that's the junk food right um yeah sure yeah still i mean if you like junk food and i love my friends so much i know like i have one of my best friends who just loves junk food well uh, you know we all like some junk food it's like uh I don't know. Like I've never gone to. You said you said you like baseball, right? Yeah. Because I understand that in yeah. a, you know yeah. in a baseball stand you get a shitty hot dog, but people really love them. And yeah. I, can, I can see myself yeah. loving one of those shitty hot dogs. Yeah, as well. actually true. <laughs> I, I I never thought it was shitty. Okay, fair enough. This, this is, that's the thing. It's just like yeah, I like it. It's just it's about being at the moment with. I don't know. I don't know why. I probably won't get to eat one of those ever again. So since I've given yeah. up eating. Uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Maybe they can have a veggie one. Probably they will have one. They, day. I think they already have. Yeah. You know, you you have. Yeah. Everything is is trying to you know go into a plant based kind of thing now. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know. All right. Where are we at? Um, yeah. I think that's a good point to make, though. The mm. the the. I think there's a lot of negativity towards uh, judging people by their taste and all these things mm. but what we should really be judging about the the way that people treats other people that's, I, I, that's I totally agree well because I couldn't agree more because look at the music that uh, well one of the one of the musics that we both love jazz mm. that was um, looked down upon so, uh, so severely, severely in the beginning yeah I, would, I got so mad one time and people said like this is like a you know a, a brado music a what sorry brado Brother. Brother, yeah, like uh, a prostitute, you know. Oh, brothel music, yeah, right? Yeah, uh -huh. you know, yeah. you play it in in a fucking uh, red uh, like district, and you know, for people to fuck. <sighs> That's what he said, and I was I got offended, but in a way, in the history sense, it is true. Uh, partly, I guess. Yeah, yeah. partly. Yeah, I mean, it was you know, it was it was looked down upon too, you know, and you know, it was usually celebrated in. The <laughs> in a very uh, obscure place sometimes you know very sh uh, you know shady place but, that, but that's a complicated long story and it to is, do with like we, we, racism we, in America and yeah, also in the yeah. world and everything so it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a long one oh, yeah. but um, I, I'm, I, I mean I'm not, I'm not trying to give like you know a credit to people who said that but you know mm. it's, uh, music has come a long way and sometimes we, we play in a place that you know we we play in music and sometimes we couldn't really choose where to play because we had to make a living. I play in an obscure place before. I play in a like exclusive gentleman club and they asked to play like you know jazz and all this stuff. You know, music has been been going in many places and there's always situation that is beyond our control. You know. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I've uh, pretty much run out of everything I thought to say. <laughs> uh, you have anything to uh, ask or say or think? Well, I've, I think I've, I've got. I mean, I've got uh, something from John Coltrane that I was hoping, thinking to end it with. But okay. Well, maybe uh, the last thing I probably said is like, um, you know, to conclude what we had just talked about is like my journey of you know our people journey in the sense of finding truth and how music is a language to me is like it's so important to to understand like how you can express yourself and i think you know in a world that that is going and the way that we are heading to we, we need to understand more about like how how we we create things in our lives and all these things to to really make a world a better place and be more kind towards other people you know mm -hmm. I, i think it's it's getting more to a point where, where people are thinking about more about humanism and mm. i just hope like people will 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 appreciate things more and help each other more so yeah i'll, I'll leave with that i mean i'm with you uh, you know i think it would be a good thing if more people Le learn to be uh, like to became musicians and mm. thought about things like harmony because then you can yeah. it can help you to understand you know harmony with people in life that's a good point you, you know what uh this covid thing uh one thing that i saw that uh, food wise people are baking people are cooking more and they're showing online right yeah and some people are just surprised at like how good you know themselves can be at cooking or how good their friend are you know this thing is really important because it makes you appreciate the food that you buy in the future so the restaurant and all these things needs to understand more about let people know how to cook now they know what a good you know good food tastes mm -hmm. it should go as the same with music too you know Right. Music is, you know, some people don't think of music as as that thing, but I do because music for me is also a food, right? So I I I you know, that's why they teach music appreciation so you that you understand life more. I w I was thinking about that a little bit because, you know, doing a radio show, normally on the, you know, I do a Friday show and I always thought, oh well, You know, I mean, even if people who are going out to bars and clubs and whatever not listening to my show, which is probably true, but anyway, I still had it in my mind that Friday night music has a certain energy to it, right. and people are, right. you know, thinking about going out, thinking about getting drunk, having a, having having a lively night, you right. know, this kind of thing, uh, some a night with some life. But when you when you switch in your mind to think about everybody being at home. Right. That really changes how you think about what music they want to listen to. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that they. It definitely doesn't mean that they totally stop. But I, I just know from in my building, for example, in my like I because I haven't lived in an apartment. It's something like a forty-four room apartment, not too mm. big. But I hear what my neighbors play, and mm. I could tell every on a Friday on a Friday night on a Friday or a weekend, people are playing like you know heavier hip hop. They're playing more dancey stuff. Mm. They're kind of like putting playing music that goes with. Right. Their idea of what a weekend yeah. is, and you know, time off, and going out, getting fun, getting drunk, having, right. getting wild, whatever, getting loose, that's totally gone. Mm. You know, real art's definitely changed a lot. Yeah. Um, so, I, I I wonder if something similar to what you're talking about for some people has happened with music as well. That mm. that people have um, 
instead of trying to think of music as a as an accessory to a night, an accessory mm, to something, mm. they're on their own. So you really focus more on really what music do mm. I, you know, want to listen to for me as opposed to sort of to drive my <laughs> right. night right, or right, whatever, right, to right. drive the party. I, yeah. I, I, re- I wonder if there's a difference and if it'll make a difference to anybody coming out of it. Mm. Maybe, maybe not, but... Well, it, you know, the COVID thing would definitely change the way you, you know, we we live our life in in some way. But that's the thing for me. I, it it won't really change much to to what I I've been doing. It's just I have more time to you know to be with myself more. It's like a longer vacation. But we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to like you know this journey of like the post COVID and uh, I. I just looking forward to that first night when I play music live, man. It's just it's just something I'm I'm looking forward to so much. Well, I hope to be there. Yeah, me, me too. Uh, okay, sh- shall I leave it to John yeah, Coltrane? Please. Okay, John Coltrane said, th- thinking about the in reference to the audience, I never even thought about whether or not they understand what I'm doing. The emotional re- the emotional reaction is all that matters. As long as there's some feeling of communication, mm. it isn't necessary that it be understood. All a musician can do is to get closer to the sources of nature and to feel that he is in communion with the natural laws, mm. which is, uh, yeah, I think fits with some of the things we've been talking about. Yeah. So, Oh, true. To me. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the Depth Charge podcast, episode yes. 14. Yes, thank you so much, guys. I mean, please, please, you know, share your thoughts, <laughs> share whatever, contact us. Nobody's given us a review that I've seen yet in the, anywhere. Yeah, don't, on, don't on be the, afraid. On the, on the app stores or whatever. You know, that you was, can curse us. I mean, maybe just, yeah. yeah, please. Yeah, just. please, curse away <laughs> if, you feel, if that's how you feel. Yeah, and give us any pointer again if, uh, you know, if you think like we are going some direction that you like or not. And yeah. also... Um, should it be uh, like in terms of the music you just said uh, omelette or beef wellington you know maybe the podcast is too much beef wellington or too much omelette what, what, what <laughs> would you prefer more omelette or more wellington yeah we look forward to your answer okay. alright yeah. thank you so much until next time cheers